You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good afternoon, everyone. Happy Friday to you. This great Friday that is Good Friday. Happy Good Friday, everybody. How's your Good Friday going? It'd be pretty bad if I said not good, wouldn't it? You've got to say it's good on Good Friday. Public yeah. holiday, kickstarting of Easter, Good Friday appeals, so much to be grateful and excited about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're still here though. You we know. are. We never miss a day. We really don't. We really don't. But hey, we are thrilled to be here for the next two hours to celebrate Easter and this long weekend with you. So, so good to be here, as we always are on a Friday anyway. Yeah, but I just feel like with the public holiday, it just heightens things. The stakes are higher. You know what I mean? Uh, You're probably not wrong there. And if you are working, don't worry. We still will be kicking off the long weekend from five o'clock. Hey, I want to talk about today... I know I was a little bit angry about the banning of birthday cakes, but Just something something else has been banned in schools. But this time I agree with it. Ooh, mm. what? Yeah. You actually stick to the status quo for once? Wow. Mm, I know, right? And we'll also be bringing plenty of Easter-related content. What is the superior Easter egg? Have a think about it by your side, let it simmer. It's a big question, I know. It's Carl and Catherine here for your, blah, for your Friday on Sunday. <laughs> this is Dom Dollar to get us started. Blah. Carl and Catherine here for your Friday on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Good Friday edition. Edition. I like that. I was a bit lost for a second as to what you were saying, but I like the edition. I don't know. I just went with it. Yeah, why not? Sounded a bit Dracula-ish. I've had an interesting week this week. Oh, really? Yeah. After I left the show on Monday... I caught public transport, as I do, into the Shocker. city. Shocker. I everybody, am shocked. Uh, everybody out there is just thinking, public transport, surely not, Carl. I picture you to drive or get rideshare cars. And I do get rideshare cars. I don't He has drive. a chauffeur. Yes. Their name is Catherine Powell. Thank you. And it's a glamorous life. Thank you for asking. Oh, it is. Yeah. Very, very great indeed. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting a little bit forgetful. Oh, no. And... One thing I like to make sure I have when I do get public transport is my headphones. Oh, no. And twice in the last week, I've gotten on the train, gone to pick my headphones out of my pocket and haven't had them. Oh, dear. And it's not gone down very well because as I've wanted to listen to something, I've had to put up with the natural sounds of beauty out there. Bianco may or may not have sent in our little production group chat 30 seconds of someone crunching. Was it cereal? No, it was chips. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a shocker. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing with producer Jack and I. We really benefited from it. I not. was just sitting there and I was like, mate, surely not. Surely on a Monday morning, everybody's on their way into work. You are not going to start crunching these things. Don't do, please don't do it. Please stop. Please no. Stop while you're ahead. Keep those for when you get off the train. And if you do open these, please tell me you're getting off at Paran when you got on at Windsor. Like, because I commuted on the Sandringham line, of course, our local to these radio studios. Yep. No, that wasn't the case. He got on at well, whatever station it was. I think it was like. Rip on Lee or Gardenvale or one of those stations. Uh, around about that sort of area. Yep. And then he got off at Flinders Street. Yeah, not ideal. Please stop. 
I want to ban food and drink consumption on public transport oh, after that. Okay. No, I think what... That's the, that's where we draw the line, okay? I think what the bigger issue with all of this, Bianco, is the fact that because everyone was social distancing for so long and no one was catching public transport, like, you essentially could have the whole carriage to yourself. So you're used to that freedom. And now, particularly you, who just makes it that his life vendetta, if someone sits in the four-seater with them, when, you know, there's four people that could sit there, how dare they? It's just heightened it for you. Thankfully, he didn't sit in my four-seater. I think I was even in a six-seater, maybe. What? I don't know. No, So, he was wasn't even seater. sitting near you. No, he was literally crunching. to the left of me. Because he was very loud. He was extremely loud. He should get his chompers checked. They were that loud. That's what I'm throwing out there. I'm concerned. <laughs> maybe it was too crunchy. Maybe he was crunching his teeth and his bones as he Ew! ate these chips. I don't know. It was very concerning. Well, I'm sorry you went through that, but um, can you do me a favour? What's that? Next time you go through trauma like that, can you not include producer Jack and I? I thought you needed to share the experience with me. <laughs> I couldn't listen to my music because I forgot my headphones because I'm getting more forgetful. So I thought, you know what? I'm Let's gonna... just make their lives hell too. <laughs> I'm going to share it with you as well. You can enjoy the crunch. Anyway, let us know. 0404 736 Do you reckon we should just ban food and drink consumption? On public transport for good. Or, for a more fun twist, what's your favourite onboard snack? No. Yes. No. Yes. We're not doing that. Yes. Are you eating a hot cross bun right now on public transport? I don't know. Oh, I'm not. Bianco, have you ever wondered what would life be like if you led a double life? I pretty much do. What? (laughs) I do. Well, the real Hannah Montana, please stand up. I live a double life in a sense that I do radio as a little bit of a hobby and for a bit of fun, and I do it as a career. That's a bit of a double life. No, it's not because it's the exact same thing. You need polar opposites. So, like, for instance, it could be so radio host, but I'm also a low-key teen pop sensation at night. Like, you need a jump. You're just consistent across the board, which is not a bad thing. Radio, radio, and gym addict. Oh, are we going to go with that title just yet? Refound gym addict. I don't know. Well, I'm asking you this because a sticky beak neighbour has discovered quite the bombshell this week when looking up his neighbour's house, which recently has gone on the market, yeah. on a real estate website. Yeah. And he's gone through their house because he's like, I've always wanted to know what that house looks like. No interest in buying. No. Because, you know, a lot of people do that. Yeah. Just have a little geese. Yeah. Goes into the second bedroom in the house mm. and he sees a familiar figure on the bed. Yeah. And he goes, what the actual? That's my cat. It would appear that this man's cat, that he was under the impression, slept in his apartment when he went off to work. Yeah. Actually has a bedroom in the neighbor's house. How does that happen? Obviously, it gets out the apartment because it can just like free range do its thing. Mm. And they've claimed the cat. So the wow. cat has two houses. So it's almost like Garfield where it just eats all day. Like, I mean, Garfield, I don't think, would ever take the initiative to leave the house personally, which just brings up a whole other thing. I was always under the impression that cats were lazy. Yeah. Not the case. Mm. But yeah, this cat's had a double life and he found out through a real estate thing. And now he's in this situation. He's like, do I tell them that that's my cat? Nah. It's not welcome? Nah. Nah, you just leave it. Let it be. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, I would have serious issues though because like, I'd be like, why does the cat go there? Like, does it like them more than me? Like, if Norman did that, oh, we would be sitting down. We'd be having a discussion. Well, that's really funny you should say that because when we found a stray cat outside of our radio studios, yes. you seemed to claim it pretty quickly. And I, I did claim. I feel like the family who was missing that cat probably felt the same way you've just described. But see, I personally said to everybody here at the time that cat arrived, don't touch it, don't do anything because that is somebody's cat. Let's really? not claim it. I think Jack can back me up on this one when I say that that was not the case. And she said, I want to take it home. I want it I to be my cat. I did say that. Pretty much, but I said the same thing. But did I tell you, Jack, you went to pat him and I said, mm-mm, well, back he, up. He actually turned up after a show one night, after a Friday show, and they were they were nuzzling into my leg and saying hello and being really Is affectionate. She? Thank you. Well, her name's Katarine. Respect her Are we name. sure? I'm out. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm out. I, I didn't yep. want to hear that again. I'm out. <laughs> well, that was some great input, but at least he backed me up and then said, yeah. but I also was like that. But so. see, that cat lives a double life because it's a radio star. Its owners don't know that it comes here. I miss it, though. I hope it comes back. I don't. It's Carl and Kathleen here for your Friday on 88.3 Southern FM. Good Friday. I should be a bit nicer, I think. You should. Actually, thank you for pulling yourself up. You should. I'm sorry for my action. It's the last minute there. We're going to go to a song and then we're going to come back and we're going to hold hands and be all happy days. Kumbaya. No. I want to know what the weirdest thing is that you have you were given as a child or Ooh. subjected to as a child. And I'll tell you oh, why. Okay. Because... Bit of a broad category well, you presented there. Oh, well, yeah, a little, but not so little at the same time. Well, actually, yeah, you would have been little. You okay? I'm fine. You okay? You okay? Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw a post about somebody who gave their child acrylic nails what? when they were born. When they were born? Yeah, like pointy acrylic no. nails. Yes. Actual acrylics or they manicured their fingers? Manicured. Okay, so they're not acrylics. Well, acrylics is when you've actually got fake nails on. Okay, That's well, fun. I'm not a nail expert here. So <laughs> Imagine a newborn baby with acrylic nails. It would be so sassy. Look, it didn't look great, the image I saw, because there is an image of this. Sorry. And I'm going to show you that image. They looked very, very pointy. And in my book, it was not acceptable. So it wasn't your standard almond shape? No. Which is quite popular. They look like, I don't know how to describe them. Oh. <laughs> See? That's not real. It's a pointed manicure. For people who are wondering, it's not like when newborns have teeny tiny fingernails. They're probably about two centimetres long. Oh, look at that. And really, get that away. <laughs> but it's not the first time it's apparently happened. Have a look at those. No. <laughs> I think I've just got a new fear. Ew. No. They look like they're trying to make them claws. They actually are claws. and um, But see, this is the thing, okay. With newborn babies, a lot of the time they have to wear mittens, Bianco. Yeah, but you've heard the stories. Ear piercings, that's okay, isn't it? It's up to the baby. And normally the baby can't make an educated decision. You should let them choose what they want to do. Yeah, but you do but, it when you're young. It's like chicken pox. You get subjected to it as a young at younger person. I did. Person. My parents let me pick. <laughs> I was 10, I got my ears pierced, and... Um, I thought you were going to say, I was 10, I got pox then. Oh, I didn't pick when I had chicken pox. <laughs> it's like, oh, when I finally hit 10, double digits, I was can like, I you know you, what, I'm going to put pox in me. Can I tell you, I have a vendetta against... This is the second time I've said that word on the show already. Vendetta, I'm the, worried now. No, 
because the chicken pox took something from me, which I'll <laughs> never get back. What's that? I got a chicken I'm pox worried. in my eyebrow. Should I have asked? As a child. Yeah, and your eyebrows have been the same since? Well, the hair never grew. Oh. So I have a gap in my eyebrows because of the chicken pox. Well. Shame, pox, shame. <laughs> and every morning I wake up, I'm like, mmm. I used to have like a white mark on my ankle, around my ankle area. <laughs> I know, it's very random. But you brought up chicken pox and what it did to you. You brought up chicken pox. Oh, sorry. I brought up chicken <laughs> You are forgetful. <laughs> did I bring up chicken pox? Anyway, please tell us more about your white mark on your ankle. Did I tell you that I wanted to speak about a school that's banned something and I agree with it already? <laughs> no, but you've, you've alluded to it. Oh, okay. Have I spoken about how I was annoyed by the... Anyway, I'm flogging your dead horse. Not, <laughs> not literally... <laughs> I put it out there. That's just figurative speech. Your white speech. mark on your ankle, Bianco. Let's yes. get recentered. My white mark on my ankle. It's apparently from, well, this is what my mum said. She said that it was because I didn't eat enough veggies. So I don't know if that was okay, an excuse or not. Okay, that doesn't seem legit, Helen. But what, I, what happened in your past that gave you a white mark on your ankle? I don't know. I, I think it was like a birthmark of some sort. Anyway, I don't think it's there anymore. I haven't looked hard enough to see if it's still there. What a story, everybody. Moral of the story, though. I cannot wait to see the adaptation of Carl Bianco, the white mark on my leg. I've still got a mark on my leg from when I had stitches. Not the most recent one, but the one before that. But the most recent one, I'm kind of a little concerned about. I think I need to go see my GP about it. Um, excuse me, it's Good Friday. None of that. Thank well, you. Well, we're all about health and supporting that today. So support your own health as well. Right. Whatever that segment was, based on text in. No, my... Message, my question. <laughs> my message. My question. His Easter message. Yeah. <laughs> Check up on yourself. Be good. 0404 <laughs> What, as a child, were you subjected to that you probably didn't have a say in and in the long term look back on and think, you know what? That probably shouldn't have happened. The one that, another one that I had, just to wrap up. Welcome to Carl Bianco. This is your life. <laughs> Well, there were so many things. I had to become a Richmond supporter, which has turned out to be okay. I was given a bottle of beer and had a photo taken with a bottle of beer as a two-year-old. What? I don't think I drank it. I hope not. It would explain a lot if you did. What is the superior Easter egg? Wow. Okay. Now, controversial, obviously, because people tend to have their favorites. I like the gooey ones. The gooey? Oh, like a filled The ones that have got a bit of substance to them. (laughs) Okay. You know the ones that you bite into and you're like, ooh, <laughs> sensual. It's, you know, relieving. It's in my mouth. It's relieving. melting. Yeah. <laughs> it has that sort of sensation when it goes into your I mouth. I didn't like, realize that talking mm. about Easter eggs is going to give me the ick. Uh, it has. Delicious. Yeah, but are you going to be more specific? Like, what sort of vibe are we going for? Are we specific. talking more of a cream I'm egg? I'm not going branding. Nah, cream egg. I don't really like them ones. I love them, but um, have you seen the picture of how many tablespoons of sugar are in those things? I'm talking about uh, generally the ones that are wood and it be nice. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. There's no, there's no competition unless, and I'm not name dropping a brand here because there's a couple of different variations. Humpty Dumpty, childhood favorite. I've always gone. I, I don't know what it is, but mum thinks that I'm obsessed with white bunnies. Oh. So every year she gets me a white bunny. And you're I, not into white I, Mum, I loved it as a child, but now that I'm getting older, I'm not just not that I don't appreciate what yeah. you get me. I am always thankful. 
because obviously the Easter Bunny comes as a child, and then as you get older, your parents decide to keep buying you chocolate. Yeah, because that bunny can only carry so many eggs. Yeah, well, because as you become a teenager, you get over the whole bunny. You hop over. <laughs> well, you don't literally, but you know. That's some weird... What's that game that you used to play in school? Bunny hop? No. Frog something. I don't know. That's a weird game. Um, Frog yeah. leap? I can't remember. Leapfrog. Hooray! Oh. oh, we got there. Yes. We're so smart. Um, SMRT. Good word. I mean, S-M-A-R-T. Yeah, because this actually funny you bring up the whole white chocolate thing because my brother Josh, same thing as a kid. It's the worst chocolate you can have. Apparently. It was his favorite. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's also like so Explains why I'm so fat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did have a lot of white chocolate as a child, can you tell? <laughs> so, so when you have one of your Carl moments, that's just the white chocolate coming back to haunt you. Wow. Why did I get so much white chocolate as a child? But yeah, Josh is the same thing. He's been over it for about like maybe eight years. And every Easter, that's all he gets is white chocolate. Nah, look, I don't mind white chocolate, but I'm... It's not the best. See, I've gotten older. I like a darker chocolate sort of moment oh. now. Mm, not at Easter, but just in general. If I'm going to go to the shops, dark chocolate. Okay. Mm. I'm more of a rum and raisin kind of guy nah. now. I, love... I will. It does not matter how old I get in life. I will never be there. I don't know ever. what's happened to me. I'm changing, and I kind of like it, but at the same time, I'm a bit, hmm. Carl, you never used to like these things. Why are you liking them now? Why are you also referring to yourself in the third person? Because I had an out-of-body experience just then. (laughs) Sometimes Carl just commentates his own life. It's the good of Good Friday. But anyway, Bayside, let us know, 0404 What is a superior Easter egg? Yeah, what do you go to? Also, is the chocolate better at Easter? Because I will go to my grave telling you that it's different and it tastes better. And what kind of hot cross bun did you have today? No. no. Was it inclusive of chocolate? Was it cheese and chives, which is disgusting? If you don't have the OG hot cross bun on Good Friday or even on Easter Sunday, which is only a couple of days away... Or Monday, or the Tuesday, or the Saturday. Well, Easter only goes from the Friday to the Monday. So. But then you've got Easter Tuesday. So no, it's not Easter. It's not Easter. Come on, if you celebrate Easter on Tuesday, what are you doing? Do no, you the festivities just continue. No, they Give don't, yourself don't. another day. It off is not first. Easter Tuesday. There is. It is an Easter Tuesday. Oh, it's not. It's Easter Monday, and that's it. Easter Tuesday. Unless you're Greek or an Orthodox person, in which case your Easter changes. True story. It's Carl and Kathleen if you're Friday on eighty-eight point three Southern FM. Now on Monday. I got annoyed at the fact that schools are banning birthday cakes and I was reliably informed what they replace it with. And, yep. And bubbles. How, well, bubbles and little toys and whatnot. That's, but you raised and a great point that Thank you. they shouldn't have toys because it could be an OHS mm-hmm. risk. So, OH- I believe children of the future, Bianca. I take care of them. Well, good on you. Thank you. Because you have said on the record as well that you'd make a good mummy someday. So uh, the, the mummy's I coming. meant the Egyptian mummies. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'd like to think the other type too, but I did speak specifically about the Egypt. type too? Okay. The I, other type of mummy. <laughs> that wrong. I would never be mummy though. I'd be mum. didn't realise there was a type one and a type two for mummies categories. One is you're dead. The other is you're alive one. Anyway, schools are banning things even more this week, and the latest casualty is the mullet. Oh, thank goodness. But I am approving this one. Okay, see, this is the thing, okay. I personally do not like the mullet. I think it's a bit icky. It's disgusting. However. I don't like how all of a sudden, I I appreciate the fact it is something from the past, you know, that kind of hairstyle. Don't bring it back. It was 
atrocious. But the thing is, though, can a school dictate how a student chooses to have their hair? Like, because, and this is personal for me, because I spent my entire high school career being told off for wearing nail polish and be that amazing conversation where if you had nail polish for maybe the weekend or whatever, and then the teacher will look and say, you're wasting everyone's time, go to the office and take it off. I'm not leaving. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're wasting everyone's time by making me leave. Well, if your hair was below your collar at my high school, you had to get it cut. Yeah. And they said, this is your warning, get it cut before I see you next. That's in whatever year level I was in. Yeah. And then as I got to the age where I could grow facial hair, more so than what I could when Mm -hmm. I was younger, I'm talking 15, 16, 17 year old, that's when they really started to crack down on you. And I remember in year 11 and year 12, Mr. Petrie, who... Was hello if you're listening. Uh, he won't mind me mentioning him. He was one of my biggest supporters during high school. Petrie, Mister Petrie, don't come on, don't defame him, please. I'm not. I literally just said his name. It looks like you were trying to take it, make a joke out of. I Petrie wasn't. There. I, I swear, Petrie. I swear. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you're listening, but I just want to put it out there. He was my year 12 coordinator, and he was the best year 12 coordinator. However, we had our moments, and a couple of moments we had were when I didn't shave. Yep. My, it got a bit thick down there, underneath my... <laughs> you know, you've seen me when I can grow a beard. Yeah. But I can't probably grow a beard unless I leave it for a little while. And I just was leaving it and I hadn't shaved. And he said, office now, oh, shavers, They always it. say it like that too, office now. I remember a, we once at school had a fire drill. And we all had to evacuate, as you do, to practice mm-hmm. in case something happened yeah. out onto the oval. And then we all were sitting there for like 30 minutes. We're like, what's going on? My class couldn't leave because at the time of the fire drill, one of my classmates got done for wearing eyeliner. Well, that's not fair. And so she had to go to the office when there was, you know, we were doing a fire drill. Yeah. And she had to take off her waterproof eyeliner, which makeup wipes can't take off, can I just say. <laughs> And we had to wait for 30 minutes for this poor girl to come out looking like the Joker because she'd had to scrub her eyeliner off so much. Oh, wow. And then she got a lecture saying if this was a real situation and you were wearing eyeliner, everyone would be dead. See, after that, I took a different approach to it. I kept a little toilet bag in my bag. Yeah, good idea. And in the event he said you need to shave, I would take a shaver and some little mini shaving cream and I would shave at school. But no, I feel like just... I don't know. I feel like if it's not hurting anyone, let them have a mullet. It's an eyesore, but like, you know what I mean? Although in the same sort of scheme of things there, if you're at a school and they clearly state in policies that you need to look a particular way, then you should abide by those rules. True. I think the fair and square, and particularly if your parents are paying for your education, as opposed to going to a public school. Not that there's a problem with either. I'm just putting it out there. If a private school emphasises the fact that you need to go by these standards, then you probably should follow them. That's my thoughts, anyway. Let us know. 404 What did you get pulled up for at school for bringing yeah. a uniform? Did you have your Vortex stolen off you? I had that happen to me in primary school. A little different, but, you know, I was at one of those schools where they thought Vortexes were deadly. This they is... are. I got hit in the head with one. Well, okay. Yeah, I can tell. This is Baker Boy. He's got a new song. It's called Ride, featuring Yermel. There was chaos during the week. Chaos. Went to get my hair done. That wasn't the chaos. Oh, I couldn't tell. But I love when situations escalate. Like something so basic becomes like a scene. Did the dryer blow up? No. 
No, worse. worse. So <laughs> we said that in unison. <laughs> so I was um getting my hair did as one does, talking away to my hairdresser. Did done. And yep. this lady comes into the salon. And there's probably about 20, 30 of us in there, people getting miscellaneous treatments done on their hair. And this lady comes in and goes, here's the coffee that was ordered. And she worked at the cafe next door. Okay. She puts a small coffee on the counter. So then the receptionist says to the very packed salon, we've got some Justin Bieber playing. He's got a new album out. It's really good. What do you mean? Yeah, that's it. Um, he, yeah. So anyway, the receptionist is like, who ordered a coffee? <laughs> Just deadpan. Who ordered a coffee? No one answered. So then she raises her voice a little bit more. Who ordered a coffee? Yeah, but... Still being polite. You need to sing when someone gets a coffee. Who ordered the coffee, the coffee, the coffee? Who ordered the coffee? Here it it is. Hey, I have it very specifically in my writer in this show, in my contract, no seashanties. Oh, where is my coffee, my coffee... (laughs) against everything I believe in. Oh, where is my coffee? Oh, here it is. No. Anyway, so then where this is my water? My water has one more crack to try and ask. What so, has anyone got coffee? She has a crack. So she yells out, "Who ordered the coffee?" Nothing. And so then one of the hair colorists then goes, "It's like the domino effect." She's like, "Did someone say that they ordered a coffee?" I don't care. And then everyone turns around to this colorist and is like, there's a coffee on the counter. And so then someone's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Goes out the back, turns off the beebs. So now we're in silence in this salon. All you're hearing is the odd hairdryer going off. Who ordered the coffee? It became like the most intense scene ever. And you would it would appear, Bianco, no one did. The lady got the wrong place. So then there was this small coffee sitting on the counter. And so then this receptionist is like, what do we do about the coffee? And I'm at the back of their hair salon. So this is how loud this is going off, Bianco. Hmm. And I can hear all of this. Everyone's trying not to laugh. They're trying to figure out who ordered the coffee. And it ended up just sitting there. And so, and then 45 minutes later, I've gone to pay and say thank you. (laughs) The coffee's still sitting there. And they're like, do you want a free coffee? No, the lady then goes... Can't believe someone didn't pick up this coffee. It's cold now. Cold coffee is as like, good as warm coffee, though. Right? We don't discriminate. Still has the same show. effect. No, we we are not discriminators. But the intensity of that salon, how it went from just chilled out, how good's Justin Bieber, to who ordered the coffee? <laughs> who would have thought that a barista could cause so much distress in a workplace uh. over presenting a small styrofoam cup? Into a place. What was that? Styrofoam uh, cup. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it was so tragic because then no one drank the coffee. Did you just sneeze? No. I you said, went, yeah. You went very high pitch and I was like, I'm not sure if she's sneezing or if she's making a point or... Always making a point and money moves. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. I'm better having heard your experience at the hairdresser. It was funny. Good on you. I'm going to have your song stuck in my head for the rest of the day, so thank you. Where is the water, oh water, oh water? I had one of those days the other day where I felt a bit uncomfortable for the whole day and I couldn't quite figure out what was wrong with me. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I know, but we all have these moments and then you you realise something at the end of the day and you're like, "Mm, that's what it was. It wasn't food. I didn't have an upset belly or anything like that. I was okay on that side of things. (laughs) Thank I've, you for clearing that well, up. Well, you know, it's good to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good Friday. None of that. Oh, 
I, I got home and as I was getting changed, I realized I'd put my jocks on the wrong way. <laughs> it was, it caused great, 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 great discomfort for Sticking me. Sticking with the Easter theme, I see. <laughs> I couldn't believe it that that is what I'd done. But I kind of did get changed in a rush. What day was this? Can I ask? Might have been on Monday. I had my t-shirt back to front that day. Did you? Yeah. What is going on with us? I literally went about, we finished the show, went about, did my thing. And I was like, something's not right. T-shirt inside out, I'm back to front. (laughs) Was it a Monday thing? I think so. I'm pretty sure it was Monday where this happened. Yeah. Or maybe it was yesterday. for us. Maybe it was yesterday. No. No, it was definitely Monday. Yep. Anyway, well, regardless. There you go. Producer Jack, did, were you topsy-turvy on Monday too? <laughs> yeah. I was fine. I think we need a family meeting. Are you both all right? Do you want to talk about it? or? Well, you are the psych here, the resident psych. So how should we go about this? What's this supposed to Let's have a chat after the now? show. I, don't, oh, I don't know. That's not good. If you get held back after class, <laughs> you're in trouble. Do me a favor. Just for the for Monday, can you get your lives sorted out over the next The last time I got told I have to stay back, it was when I said what a head to a teacher. <laughs> oh, wow. I wasn't directing it directly at him, but he took it as though as I was. See, I used to get in trouble for laughing in class. And, and I'd went, say, Catherine, stop laughing. And I was going to laugh more. What a head. And Don't say that to a teacher. Yeah, but I wasn't implying it to the teacher. But he opened the door as he was closing the door. <laughs> and he said, Carl, come here. What a head. And I was an SRC. So. Oh, see, that's oh, not good for the Student Representative Council. See, I kept all my um, school politics in primary school, yeah, you know and what, then I helped out occasionally. You know what SRC stands for? Student Representative Council. Duh. Stupid, reckless captain. <gasps> but I think reckless is really See, I w, was meant so. to be an SRC rep in primary school, but then I got promoted to school captain, and I ran that joint, so. You the, oh, good on you. You are the only. Your mic's still on. Yeah. You, only, you are the only SRC. Anyway, let us know, 0404 Whenever you realised at some point during the day you are in some discomfort and then got to the end of the day, looked somewhere and noticed something that shouldn't have been there or wasn't done correctly when you first got up in the mm. morning. Because these things do happen. Apparently, if two out of three of the team did it. Maybe you've got a hole in your sock. Because I have had a few of those as well. Hey, it's... please, let's not get personal here. Well, I don't know. Maybe you've got holes in your socks. I don't too. have socks on. Yeah, that's right. I'm in a loafer. A what? A loafer. A loaf of bread. Ah, oh, that kind of loafer. Sorry, I didn't realise. It's Carl and, <laughs> Carl and Catherine here for your Friday on 88.3 Southern FM. There was an incident that happened during the week involving a lady who went outside of her front door. Lady. And saw a package sitting on the front doorstep. I'm really going by my promise I made on Friday. Uh, I Monday know it's not awful. to sing again on the show. You know what? I just don't think you found your sound yet. You, you're experimenting with a lot of different things. Me 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 me. That's not it either. Me 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 me. Have I hit that right note? Is it note? weird that your highest note is your best note? Like if you're going to become a professional oh, really? performer, you you're actually, better sing you a higher so? up. Yeah. Oh, thanks for that. That's, that's Adele nice. is shaking. Hello. <laughs> anyway. 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 So this lady has gone, headed out to work and she's like, what is that on my doorstep? And there's a note. Now, this lady has been in a relationship for four years, very happily so. Wow. And there's a letter. Longer than any of mine. And a parcel. 
Four months. She opens the letter and there's an anonymous note, Bianco, that says, I have always are. loved you. <laughs> oh. It's all it said. I've always loved you, full stop. Anonymous. And the letter was just put with um, two uncooked hot dogs. What? That was the gift that was left. Two uncooked hot dogs. Was it a packet where they'd already opened some of the hot dogs and there was just only two no, left? No, they've gone to the effort of putting the uncooked hot dogs in buns. Okay. Um, I don't know whether it was meant to be like an homage to that famous grease scene, you know, at the drive-in. Oh, no, we can't talk about that. When the hot dog jumps in. No, we can't talk about that. Or the fact that she has two puppies and he wanted to give the uncooked hot dogs to puppy the puppies to try and be a part of the family unit. She didn't take it very well. In fact, she was very confused. Um, she obviously put her story up on the socials and a media outlet ended up going and interviewing her boyfriend saying, well, how do you feel about this? And he said, look, if the guy's game is just to give a girl two uncooked hot dogs, I'm not feeling that threatened, to well, be honest. It's funny you should say that. I found a little bit of audio, and I'm pretty sure that this is what the person said when they realized there were sausages at the front of their door. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Which is not cooking hot skills dogs. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Which is sizzling them. That make me a nightmare for people like you. <laughs> If you let my daughter go now. Oh, okay. okay well, we're yeah. getting into some personal territory there. But like, <laughs> there's no mention me, of a daughter. <laughs> if I got that, I must say I would look at the hot dogs. First of all, not a big fan, but I would say, really, you couldn't even cook them. Like, that's just additional effort. Like, if my dogs actually want those hot dogs, that means I have to go and cook them myself. Yeah, because no, if this story you. came from America, they're not called hot dogs; they're called wieners. Come on. Anyway. No, this is actually in the UK. Oh, okay. Mm. So, Frankfurt's. Yeah, Frankfurt. Thank you. Yeah. Frankies. love consuming some Frankies. <laughs> Frankfurt's. Is it Carl's Confessions? Anyway. I actually, I used to love eating Frankfurt's when I was a child. Remember the little ones? Cocktail the... Frankfurt's. Yeah. yeah. It used to get served at every birthday party you yeah, went to. Yeah, true. Oh, I miss those days. Oh, we Fairy could bread. them yourself. Fairy bread, Frankfurt's. What else? Mini party pies and sausage rolls. Those little pizzas, like the little frozen yes. ones, the supreme ones. Where were they from? Everywhere. True. <laughs> anyway, what was the weird gift you got from your secret admirer base? We want to know. 0404 Does it beat two uncooked hot dogs? I created my own card and put a Freddo in it for Valentine's Day as a secret admirer. To yourself? Some, no, I gave it to somebody. Little Freddo frog. Back in primary school. How did it go? They got the card. They didn't get the Freddo. Apparently, one of the other boys found the card, had a laugh, <laughs> took the Freddo. I, uh, well, I, this is probably not safe for work, not safe for under 16-year-olds. Um, excuse me. It's Good Friday. What are you doing? I'm going to make it a greater Friday because I've got a revelation here. Oh, no. Something that drove us mad years and years ago. I'm talking about something crazy. Are you, are you kidding Getting any idea of what I might be talking about? Nope. Well, I am talking about, well, something. Uh, well, I've let myself down there. <laughs> Let's try that again, shall we? Something that goes a little something like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's going well. No, 
Round of applause for Carl. We you got there in the end. Good work. <sighs> crazy frog. That was a big effort just to get that out. Anyway, what's crazy about the crazy frog <laughs> is there's a particular detail that people have noticed of late, and it's got the world spinning. Don't ruin crazy frog for me. Well, they've. Put a feature on the frog that probably shouldn't be on a frog in the first place. Well, this is what people are alleging it to be, yep. but it could be anything really. They think they've seen, well, let's just say some human genitalia what? in the crotch area of Crazy Frog. I'm going to Google this. Hang on. Yeah, well, that's what they reckon they've found on closer inspection and they... But he... Well, this is it. <gasps> if you look closely... There is. First of all, if it's a frog, frogs don't have visible genitalia that we know of. And second of all, Crazy Frog was never meant to be a boy or a girl, as far as I'm How understood it. Have we just figured this out? It's so noticeable. Well, this is exactly right. It's not an outer belly button, is it? That is horrible. Yeah. I used to play, my brother and I, we didn't have a Nintendo, so we played the Crazy Frog Racer as kids. Mm. <laughs> well, it really does change the um the race of art, doesn't it? Well, see, my favourite Crazy Frog song was well, that oh, obviously. There's no other one. Where was this when I wanted it earlier? It's triggering, Jack. Bing bing. Crazy Frog. Remember when this used to go off at kids' parties? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone would just run to the dance But floor. the best part was this. Bang, bang. Not that. Oh. <laughs> when it kicked I in eventually. I can't believe that. That's just ruined my whole childhood. Here we go. Ready? Bam, bam, bam. Okay, that's ruined the whole childhood. Let's take it back. When you think about it now, our parents got so hated during this time. Oh, they How annoying. Have. I don't know what they get more annoyed at. That, the macarena, the ketchup song. Oh, crazy song. frog. Or they gummy were, bears. Where did they come up with all these? Remember the gummy bear? <laughs> oh, well, I'm a gummy bear. That's it. I'm a funny bear. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. But I it's gummy won't... bear. No, oh, I actually was going to say, I just won't go there. But we're going did. to a break. <laughs> and this is the gummy bear oh, song. I'm a gummy bear. <laughs> Heat waves, glass animals, Carl and Catherine for your Friday, a good Friday on Southern FM. Can you please stop singing? I wasn't please. singing. You, that was musical. You're about to break into a number. I don't like it. I can break into a number if you'd like me to. Please don't. Let's not ruin Good Friday. I'm not. I'm just entertaining on Friday. Are we calling it entertaining? Will you be the judge? Oh, I am. It's not. Um, anyway... <laughs> I hit a pivotal point in my life journey during the week, Bianca. I thought you were going to say you hit a pivot. I always pivot. That would have hurt. No. A pivot? <laughs> yeah. When you pivot. That doesn't hurt. It can if you do it incorrectly. Oh. That, okay. I don't even want to go there. Anyway. <laughs> go on. 
So I, um, as I said, have hit a pivotal point in my life journey where during the week, I don't even know why. I didn't even think about it. Are you it just becoming happened. a mummy? No. Oh my gosh, what a bombshell that would have been on Good Friday. I um, was really worried once when you said I needed to have a chat to you on air. Yes. I was convinced that it might have happened. It might have been the day. Yeah, I know. And you really believed it too. And then I really milked it. Call in um, the replacements. Wow, really? I was Who, Jack? It. No. Face that would be a show. I'm I don't know who could much. replace. Actually, I have a few exactly people in nothing. Mind. No one compares to Where's me. Where's Flo? Oh, wait. She's in another country. She is. We That's wish her well. I'll Skype her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, during the week, found out that there was a full moon, Bianco. I saw a lot of full moons. A lot of mooning this week in the sky. Okay. Good. Thank you for the clarification. Um, anyway, I got home from work and I don't know why I did it. I didn't think of doing it. I didn't research. Nothing triggered it. But I have crystals in my house, Bianco. <laughs> and I hear all the time that people, when that's, they have their crystals... That's crystals. There wasn't another word no, to follow rocks, crystals. Rocks, rocks, rocks. Rocks. Okay, thank you. That people have to charge their crystals where you put them outside... And under the moon, it charges your crystals. I've never done this in my life. During the week, without even thinking about it, I returned from my place of work, picked up my crystals and put them outside where they have been charging for the past two days. I don't know what it's going to do. I haven't looked into it. Can I ask a dumb like, question? Yeah. How do you charge crystals? You literally just put them outside and the moon and the sun charge them. And that's how you charge them? Yep. Good I don't vibes. know what it does, but yeah. in my... It, somewhere deep inside of me, it said you need to charge your crystals, and I have. And okay. apparently, it's meant to help with your energy and like the vibrations you're putting out into the world. I didn't realize you were Superwoman. Um, excuse me, I am Superwoman. We knew that from the start, well, but I'm just going to become me. super Superwoman with my charged crystals. Well, okay then. So I just want to make everybody aware. So on Monday, when you listen from seven o'clock, and you say, "Catherine, you sound amazing. What is it? It's my charged crystals." Well, they haven't helped you so far, so I don't think they're going to help well, you. Well, I've never charged them before. That's the thing. Okay. So there's going to be a transformation. Well, I expect that on Monday yeah. from you. But I don't know what to do. Like, do you carry them around with you? Like, I don't know. Just there was something in me that told me I had to get my crystals charged and I did it. Get your crystals out. Get your crystals out. Maybe it's a crystal kind of weekend. Well, yeah. Who knows? If there is natural light outside and you put your crystals out there, it'll light them. Yeah, but it just had me thinking, what are the things that just you hit a certain age and you just do it without even thinking? Because the other one that came up the other day was I've never put the sun visor up on my car, like when it's a warm day and wow. my car's out in the car you park. you are aging. Without thinking about it the other day. I've never used it. It's always in the back of my car. I never use it. I put it up and then I was like, my gosh, it's happened. The transformation has begun. Well, whenever I drink out of a cup, I like to wash it out three times before I use it. Three times? Yeah. No. At home? A little bit of water and oh, okay. just to get rid of all the dust. <laughs> what? In the cup. Why are there dust? Why is there I dust I don't know. If you cup? put them in a cupboard and it's dusty, then the dust could go in the cup and I don't want to consume dust. That's fair enough. So I like to be clean. Is that a coming of age thing for you though? Up, up until that point you were drinking uh, the dust? I've been doing it for a while. I do like tap water. I just turn the tap on and I drink it. As long as it's not too hot. I can't drink hot water. Oh. <gasps> No, I drink tea, but I cannot for the life of me drink warm water. Ugh. It's disgusting by itself. Disgusting. Some people can drink it that way, and I'm like, no. I know someone who can only drink it with warm water. Mm-mm. She needs to charge her crystals. I think so. 
Yeah, or just have some common sense and don't do it. It's not good. It's disgusting. But anyway, Bayside, let us know 0404 736. What have you gotten to in life? Where have you gotten to in life where you've hit a certain age and you start doing stuff you never thought you would? Just change, out of intuition. Change my own bed sheets confidently. Are you serious? You were 24, nearly 25. Thanks for bringing that up. Well, actually, <laughs> mum changed them recently. Helen, no. Thanks, mum. I was going to do them. I just didn't get around to doing them and then mum did them and I feel so much better sleeping in a cleaner bed. That is poor from you. That is so poor. We're taking a break. Hey, I don't know if you've noticed this. Well, you probably would have because you're on this site, the Tockety Tick. Yes. Tom Felton, who was in Harry Potter, he played Malfoy mm-hmm. and he famously said, Potter. Potter. He's put it out to his fans uh, by saying this. So I call my father. Mr. Malfoy, Malfoy Senior, Jason Isaacs, and I say, do you want to get involved in this Potter challenge? Potter. Like, Potter. Yeah, I've been hearing about this Draco top thing, what's it? And I said, yeah. And uh, I thought, this would be perfect. I'll get him involved in the Potter challenge. What's Potter. Uh, Father, I am searching the world for the very best Potter out there. Potter. And, uh, and he, was, he was game. I think he may have, I'm not sure if he misheard the exact concept. Oh, Potter, Potter, Potter. 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 Malfoy's dead. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good, Dad. Pretty good. Bravo. Potter. Potter. Oh, uh, what a series. Harry Potter. Remember <laughs> Professor McGonagall when she says it? Harry, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, she was over him until the end, and then she was on side. No, I thought she actually did a really good job. Oh, no doubt. She's awesome. Have a crack. Go on. Say it. Potter. 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 No, it's got to be more aggressive. Potter. Potter. Or what about Voldemort? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. (laughs) No, can we actually, it's that far gone now. If you haven't seen the final Harry Potter film, I'm sorry, I'm going to spoil it for you, so go away for a second. What, are you going to do what Mrs. Weasley says in one of the key moments? Oh, that is a moment. That's a spoiler alert. I cannot believe that that is the same Julie Walters of Mamma Mia. It took me forever. Is she in Mamma Mia? Yeah. The one you know, that plays Mrs. Weasley? Yeah. We- Weasley. <laughs> yeah, the one. She's um, Donna's friend with the short hair. Oh, I haven't watched it. Well, You've is, seen Mamma is Mia. Is it the first one or the second one? Both. Oh, I saw the first one. Yeah. I haven't seen the second she's one. She's the Take a Chance on Me lady. Chiquita? It's Chiquitita. Okay. <laughs> it's Chiquitita. Chicken fajita. Tell me what's wrong. <laughs> Obviously... What I say is a little wrong today. I've completely got off track, but that is amazing. Potter. Anyway, do your best Potter. Send it to or us. Or Chitita. <laughs> Chitita. <laughs> Chikatita. Oh, Carl Catherine here for you Friday. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.